Hallelujah. I think, you know, it's, it's a very beautiful song. And um, we thank God for the little ones amongst them. And the grown-ups as well. They are doing very well. Praise the Lord. This morning, I have been reflecting on, and I believe everybody here wants to serve God in a way that God would approve him. Is that correct? Sometimes, because of our nature as human beings, we are very quick to find ways to do things. All right? That's the best way to put it. We are very... We, we, we find any available means to do things. But I have, as I read the scripture, I have found out that the best way to serve God and to be accepted of Him is when you do it according to His will. Praise the Lord. And so the title of my message is as simple as Serving God must be done in His will. This is one of the things that many people suffered from in the Old Testament. They always did things the way they thought it ought to be done. And it disqualified them. One example I can give us, you can quickly remember, is uh, Saul in the Old Testament. He had thought that if he had a lot of sheep that were looking good to sacrifice to the Lord, the Lord will be moved. There was another young man as well. The Lord blessed so much. and He thought that because of the way God had done everything for him, he could serve God also the way he thought. And there's something we need to learn today. I pray that as we get along, we will catch the revelation of it. God is not man. Praise the Lord. God is God. As much as he has made us in his image, we have certain, in fact, all the creations of God, the unique creature of God is man. Let's make man in our image, in our likeness. And that gives man some ability. But the ability that we have sometimes can stir us up to go ahead of ourselves to doing things in a way that may not help us. And so as many as are willing to serve God, and to be accepted by God. God wants to tell us this morning. You must serve me. In his will. Amen. Let's pray. Father we thank you so much for this morning. And thank you for your love and kindness. And your tender mercies. We are also thanking you especially for the word of God that reveals the way to go. The word of God is precious. Now we ask that as we are hearing from your word, we may understand. Anybody who hears, I pray, would understand in the name of Jesus. Therefore, that the spirit of the word of God will have a free course to our hearts and establish us to please you in all of our doings and our walk with you. This we ask in Jesus' name and everyone said, 
All right, today I don't have a projector ahead of me because they can't find a remote. If you have found a remote, please bring it back. I don't know where they kept it. But we would like to read a scripture from John chapter 6, verse 38 to 40. If the title is there, I, I, I can't see it, but I, the Bible says, John chapter 6, verse 38 to 40. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should not lose nothing. Shout a big amen to that, so that you will not be lost. That of all he has given me, I should lose nothing. A big amen again. But should raise it up, at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me. That everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Amen. Such a blessed scripture. Such a blessing. Jesus says, I have come down from heaven. I have come down from heaven. Brethren, when Mama was leading the song, honestly, I was blessed. He tore the veil away. Jesus was not meant to come and reside here for 33 years. He was living in heaven until man violated the instructions of God and sin entered into man. And when that happened, Jesus was asked by the Father to come down. Last Wednesday, those who were here, I read a scripture. Keep that scripture in your heart. Psalm 155, Psalm 115, I think, verse 16. Yeah. Would you like to read the scripture? It's a beautiful scripture. Every one of us, please. One, two. Praise the Lord. The heaven, even the heavens, everything that has to do with, 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 with the heaven, the Bible says that, are the Lord's. The dwelling place of God is the heavens. Praise the Lord. So, the Lord Jesus Christ, his dwelling place was the heaven. And he did not come on excursion. Neither did he come to do business on the earth. Jesus came into the world as the scripture said, For I have come down on a mission. Praise the Lord. Now, what I would like for you to appreciate is this matter. How many of us, elderly folks amongst us here, who one time sent somebody to do something, either to deliver a message or take a package or do something. You sent a child or you sent somebody or adult or somebody, but you sent. And the person came and brought you a wrong information. How many of us have experienced that before? You send somebody, and when he came, 
contrary to what you were expecting, is what he brought. Can I see by hand? Sir, thank you. Were you happy? You were never happy. And especially if the situation was ever a kind of a situation where timelines were very crucial. You needed that whatever you wanted from that person and the wrong answer had come and you don't have time anymore. You, 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 ah, why? You become frustrated. What I would like for us to know this morning is this statement that was made. For I have come down. I have come down from heaven. My dwelling place where I live. Do you know that Jesus could have gone with the wrong information back to the Father? Nobody is thinking that. Do you think that it was not possible for Jesus to have changed the plans of God? Is it a very deeper question? Or you are thinking? Mama, you are thinking very deep. How many of us believe that? Jesus, it was within his power to have changed the reason for which the Father sent him to the earth. How many of us believe that? I'm a bit surprised. I am very surprised. I, or maybe my question is not clear. Journalist, is my question clear? Can I get a response? I want to be very sure. Could Jesus have done otherwise? Or by all means he had to. He couldn't do it. Could Jesus have done otherwise? Okay, let me see by hands. Those who believe that Jesus could have done otherwise. I'm among those people. Eh? Well, I want you to know something. One of the things a lot of Christians do not know is that God does not force anybody to do otherwise, including his son, Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? God did not force Jesus. He sent him into the world to come and save sinners. And he only said, all those people that I have given to you, make sure you don't lose anybody. And when Jesus came into the world, may I tell you, Jesus could have done otherwise. Otherwise, he would not have prayed and said, Father, for my own will, let this cup pass. But not my will, but your will be done. May you have the revelation now in Jesus' name. I notice most of us were very careful to answer. But I want us to understand one secret. God never forces anybody to do what is right. He only gives you the ability, but the, free, the ability, the freedom. It is your choice to do what you want to do. Amen. So when Jesus made a statement and said, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me, may I inform all of us that it was a deliberate decision to say, I will never go contrary to what my father has asked me to do. I will stay within the course. Praise the Lord. Is somebody understanding me? I beg you, if you understand this, we will break through in the spirit. Jesus said, I have come down. But may I tell you, you see, when you see the scriptures like this, the second part of which is not to do my will, full stop. May I tell you that Jesus had a will. He had a will. He had something he loved. 
He could have chosen not to. May I beg you that whenever you are reading scriptures, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. You know, sometimes the reason why we don't seem to appreciate the Lord very much is we, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't see the value of what the Lord had done. We don't. He had the will of his, of his own to have done completely a different thing. Especially when Satan decided to really deal with the flesh that he felt the pain. You remember he said this one and our brother Job is the one who taught us in Job chapter 1, the Bible will tell you, when Job was tempted and all of that, and Job still stood strong, the second temptation, you know what Satan said? He said, as for man, he loves his skin. He loves his skin. So, I will permit, I will press the skin. You see, this is why most of the time, if you have watched, if you want to see a true Christian, See, now led us in prayer this morning. He said, God, she said, God has given instructions. But we know that when we are pressed, we decide not to yield. So, let me tell you, anybody who doesn't kill his flesh, you will not be able to serve God very well. Because Satan will press and press and press to the point when you say, Ajay, this is too painful. So I won't do it anymore. How many of us have been giving up? When the thing was not palatable. So we must appreciate our Lord and follow after his style. Praise the Lord. So when Bible said, I have come down, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Hey, it's a big matter. Oh, it should not be taken light. The man had a will. He had been tempted. Let me tell you, how many of us... Well, today people do it. I don't know how they do it, but I know that they say 40 days fast. And some people say, I can even go 60. And I met a young man not long ago. He said, I am able to go 60. I was standing by him 60 days. And when he was saying that, I could see the pride in his eyes. And I said, I don't go three days. I said that in my heart. I don't go three days, but I don't think that I'm far from the Lord. Because majority of people think that it is by what you do. Ah, it is by faith in the Son of God. So, let me tell you this morning. When Jesus said, I have come down not to do my will, number one. I have my own will, but what I have done is that I have submitted my will to the will of him who sent me. From now, may your mind be in this way. Thirty-nine. This is the will of him. Or with this the will of the Father who sent me, that of all that he has given me, I should, not lo- I should lose nothing, but should raise them up on the last day. And that's why I said we say a big amen to that. May you not miss it all. May you not get out of his hands all. Starting the race of Christianity is not a problem. Toby. Starting. Giving your life to Christ, coming to church is not a problem. Paying tithe and singing praises and worship is not a problem. But submitting to the will of God, 
submitting to say, this is what God says I should do. If all of us sitting in this room, if that was our motive, that I must by all means do according to his will, the whole world will be turned upside down. That's the truth. But Christianity has been limited to come to church, pray, sing, give offering, wear a nice cloth on Sunday morning. After that, it's no more. But this morning, may your life not be like that. Ha. Serving God must be done according to His will. If I can plead with God that your eyes will be open to this truth, I will do it. When you catch this revelation that in all of my work with God, I must do what He wants. And that's what I will commit my spirit and my soul to doing. If you can catch it, the doors of heaven will never be hindered. But unfortunately, that's not what we've been taught. Do you know that a man who doesn't even pray can come to church and give a good big offering and everybody will be happy with him? Are you, are you listening to me at all? We need money. If somebody brought us one million dollars, the project on the wall will be finished. And everybody else will be very happy. The Reverend Dennis has announced that Mr. Soronko gave us one million dollars. And everybody will be happy with Mr. Soronko. But whether Mr. Soronko was instructed by God or whether Mr. Soronko took the money from the car, broke through the window and brought it, Nobody will be interested in that. Once we can have the money, we have had the money. And God, his name is being praised. That is the way man thinks. I see a different matter. This morning I pray that you will seek God, even as you are listening to the word of God, and say, Lord, show me the way that I can operate to pleasing you all the days of my life. There is no better example in the Holy Scriptures more than Jesus Christ. He is the perfect man that if you follow him, you will be able to please the Father. Praise the Lord. Let me quickly bring something up that is very important to us all. In, the, um, in John chapter 12, verse 26. Remember that we are saying that serving God must be done in His will. Do you have the mic with you? John chapter 12, verse 26. I know you can see it, you can write, but let's hear it clearly. As she reads, let's listen carefully. Go. If anyone serves me, ah. let him follow me. Ah. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Amen. It's okay to say amen to the reading of the scripture. Amen. One more time. Amen. This is a very powerful scripture. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, 
there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. If anyone serves me, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. May I tell you something? Anybody who is not determined to follow after the parting of Jesus, you can never be his disciple. Your Christianity will be shallow and it will be weak. Do you know that it is service that brings us reward, correct? Why do you work? Why do we work? You and why do you work? Thank you. Mines, why do we work? Ecobank, why do we work? Thank you. Mama, your shop there, why do you open why did you open the shop? For the prophet. Thank you. You have said it right. Hallelujah. Are you minding me? I said hallelujah. There's not a single person. Why do you work as Nate? Eh? Gero. Yeah. Brazilians will say Gero. She said Lajan. Why do you go to Makola? Money. Come and see her mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brethren, the truth is that everybody is doing something because everybody wants to have something. Are you listening to me this morning? Nobody gets early in the morning and go to Snit's flat because he loves the building. If you even love the building and you go by yourself, you'll be sacked. The security will bundle you away. They have to give you an appointment letter to say that come and do this. And at the end of the month, we will also give you something. So nobody does anything for nothing. And so when I hear Jesus say, if my servant serves me, the proof of my servant serving me is that this servant must be determined to follow me and everything that I do is what my servant must do. Are you understanding now? So if we don't have that objective, if we don't have that to govern our hearts, brother, I want to tell you in the truth of the spirit that if that does not become your governing factor, you may not be rewarded at the end of the month. As much as you had worked or you are working to be paid, spiritually, if you want to be rewarded and to be accepted by the Lord, you have to follow everything that Jesus did. He is our standard. Praise the Lord. You cannot. You, can, you see, the church of Jesus Christ is drifting of teacher. Teacher, we are drifting off because we are not being taught that the objective is to follow him. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am is where I want my people to be. I do not want people who say they serve me far away from me. So that's why one day, three people, one said, I want to follow you. He said, eh, you want to follow me? Before he could say, follow me, he said, but before you talk, let me go and bury my father. The old man, when I was coming, his head was dropping down. So when I finish burying him, I will come. He said, you don't qualify. 
The other one said, I have I've married a wife. Please, as for honeymoon, you know how serious it is. Please, let me just have a honeymoon. And when I finish, with, Lord, I promise you, when I finish one week honeymoon, I will by all means say, you don't qualify. And another one said, I have a new farm. We are going to take the size so I can take to town and country planning for them to do it in my name and secure the papers. And when I finish, I will come. He said, eh, you two, you don't qualify. And I want to tell you something. If we really, really want to serve the Lord, I beg you today in the name of Jesus, look at the man Jesus and everything he did is what must be your objective. This scripture, can I tell you something? Sometimes I can sit on that for hours. I'm asking myself, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. It is not as cheap as it can be read on the board. Jesus is saying, do you want to be my disciple? Then follow me. Follow me. Dear brothers and sisters, May I beg you, be so determined not to look at nobody, but look at Jesus Christ. And everything that he did should be what you want to do. And if you do that, you will now hear the Father say, that's him. See, that's why the last bit of it said, if anyone serves me, Look at how he said it. If anyone serves me, my father, my father has put everything into Christ. Therefore, when you are so determined to serve Christ, my father is so excited that the father will honor Kaya. My father will, him, him, him would my father honor. When we shift our eyes from Jesus, you may think you are serving God, but may I tell you, you are going to fall into the ditch. It's only a matter of time. You're going to fall into the ditch very soon. Anybody whose focus is not on the Lord Jesus Christ, it is only a matter of time. When the blind follows the blind, the two will go into the ditch. So I don't know how much you want to know about Jesus and to love him and to pray this prayer that Lord, I will be, please fill me. You just filled me until I, I want you no more. I don't know. I don't know. No wonder brother said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. God, that I may know him. I pray, I pray, I pray. Please, if there is ever anything about this Christianity you want, focus on Jesus. I beg you. Minus focusing on Jesus, it is religion. It is absolutely religion. You know, sometimes Christians, when we are talking, do you know that sometimes, because of the way people have said it, I'm very careful about, you know, things that go on. But sometimes we say our Muslim brothers, you and who have a Muslim brother? Who, who, who has a, I don't have a Muslim brother. I don't have and I will never have. I will not lower the standard of Jesus Christ. The only person that qualifies is the blood washed person. I don't care whether we publicly say we believe or we don't believe. I don't care. Let me tell you something. Those who are not deep with understanding, we can be very excited when anybody else comes to church. But may I tell you, my Jesus, he died and resurrected all. But that message, not every religion believes that. May the Lord help us. They should bring somebody with a gun here. I want to tell you. 
and say, do you believe in Jesus? I will be the first person to say, I believe in him. Shoot. That's how I have come to. He is the son of God. With him you will never be disappointed. He is the living one. God in man. Ah! See what Bible says that. Bible is saying, if anyone serves me, my father will honor him. But before you get the honor, you have to be where he is. Whatever he loves is what you love. Ah, I love Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. I don't know how you are serving, oh, brother. You are not fornicating. You are not collecting bribe. You are not doing anything visible for man to see. But may I ask you, how tight are you with Jesus? Because he says that if any man serves me, let him follow me. That is more important than anything that we think is right to do. In any case, it's good not to be corrupted. Don't collect bribe. Don't do this. We know that it is everywhere. But may I tell you, the most crucial matter is how tight is my work with this man? No. No. It's okay. Enough of me. One scripture that has also fired my heart is John chapter 5, verse 19. Oh, hey, Mama, read that for us. Hey. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. Mm. But what he sees the father do, for whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. Amen. Amen. Can I come out with my second question? Is it true that the son could do nothing? It's scripture. You are not minding me at all. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing himself of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Now, Antio Foriwa, is it true? The scripture says, the Son can do nothing. Is it true that Jesus couldn't do nothing? Yeah, uh, uh-huh, I'm... I'm <laughs> You are giving me lecturer's note. On your own free will, you can do nothing. You know, he's really going into details. But the truth is that what our sister is establishing is so simple. She says that, listen, in other words, if I got you, Jesus is an individual as well. And Jesus had the right to himself. So Jesus could have still done something. But you know, when the scripture said the son could do nothing and it was said by him, it tells you how much Jesus has died to himself. He has died to himself. I said, he said, in this world that I am, I am not, but it is God in me. And do you know that the same scripture has been passed on to us and I say it every day. It is God at work in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. May we die to ourselves and let that which is inside of us be such that we do the will of God. Brothers, may I tell you, if that thing does not rise up in your heart, you may think you are doing something. It might not help you on the day of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Said, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of Himself. 
the reason why we need to reflect on such scriptures is that sometimes we may not allow the Holy Ghost to digest it for us. And we may think that yeah, the Son can do nothing. Huh? Jesus had a will. He had already submitted it. That's why he said so. Praise the Lord. But is it true that you, you can do anything? Now, can I ask you, is it true that you can do anything? How many times did you not know what is right to do, but you say, hey, yeah, at the right time I will do it. But what I'm saying this morning is that if we want to serve the Lord, we have to stick to the will of God. Praise the Lord. And now, let me be honest with you. It is not something I won't stand here and let you and let and, and, and sound that see if it is very easy. And brothers, sisters, it is not very easy when you want to go that way. It is not easy because the flesh is alive, alive forevermore. So. There would always be this thing I know right to do, but you know, yeah, can I? Uh, okay, would they let me change it some more? But I thank God that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us if we allow His will to work. How many times have we not heard in our hearts, in our minds, you're about to do something? And then a contrary voice came and said, Ah, why do you have to chicken yourself like that? Prove that is this and that. And another voice said that it's okay, it doesn't matter. And then the third one comes and says, When you say it is, it, it's okay, it doesn't matter, you think you're a fool. Show that you can do some things more. Just for today. Somebody was telling somebody to go and play the fool. And the next thing the person said that you just do it after that, go and repent. And I said, that's a wonderful Christian man. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's okay. That's why the Bible made a provision. You do it, do it. After that, there is repentance. Also have forgotten that Hebrew said, you know what is right to do and you don't do it to you is sin. And there is no forgiveness for that one. May we rise up. Is somebody understanding me? I'm excited. When I talk about Jesus, I get so happy because he flows and says a lot of things to my heart. May the Lord bless you. And keep you such an, and give you such an eye that will let you focus on him. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Now, May we fix Jesus as our objective. You know, can I? There's so much in my stomach. You know, who was the Bible written for? Church, may I hear you? Who was the Bible written for? Hello? Who was the Bible written for? So we all believe the Bible is ours. Thank you. And it's the truth. Bible was written for us. Pastor Bimpon led us this morning... In the scripture that we read from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Do you remember? When the Bible says that for these things were written for our examples. To the intent that those of us found in this last days. We will have something to guide us. The Bible was written for us. Please, the Bible was not written for you to put it under your pillow for as a safeguard. Neither was the Bible written for you to say, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and you lift your hands up. The Bible was written for you so that if you ever, something is about to scare you, you say, I'm not afraid. Though I walk through the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You practicalize it. 
That is where the matter is. It's not the saying, but it is the doing. It is the doing of the law that makes a man justified before God. Jesus says something that was written in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 to 10. Ah, Mama, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Go ahead. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did, you did not desire, mm. but a body you have prepared for me. Mm. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. Mm. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. Mm. To do your will, O God. Mm. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offerings for sin, you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which were offered according to the law. Mm. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. Mm. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of oh, Jesus Christ thank you, Lord. once for all. Ah, shout a big amen for this. Amen. You see, when, when, when people think that it is sacrifice and what you can give and what you can do in terms of demonstrating this, they are pleasing God. If, listen, Jesus said, I have come to do your will, O Lord. In the volume of the book is written of me. And everything that has been written of me, I must see to it that I fulfill exactly what has been written. And I'm not sure whether believers have come to the point where we say, the Bible was written for us, that everything that has been said in the Bible is our determination to obey. We still have church members who don't pay tight. And then the leaders are forced to come around and say, why are you not paying the... <laughs> but it's a little omission. I will do it. <laughs> hey. Can I tell you? Tithe should be one of the least things a believer must think about. My personal studies have shown me that it is simply an act of obedience. It's not the money, the parting of the money that is a problem. It is an act of obedience. May the Lord help you. May he help me. May we be so determined to say, I want to follow you, Jesus. You can find... Are you, are you listening? There are many ways that you can find to do and to say to yourself, I am doing it because I'm serving God. There are many ways. But I came to the conclusion that do you want to save the Lord? Do it according to his will. You will never have a problem with heavens. And God will be happy. Whatever the Lord tells you to do, there is no argument as to my makeup is not like that. I am quiet and this. If you are quiet and the Bible says talk, talk. Are you listening to me? Did you hear that washing? If you are even a quiet, quiet person by nature, and the Bible says that talk, talk. The time you need to talk, you need to talk. The time you don't need to talk, you keep your mouth shut. But don't say that, you know, God himself knows that I'm quiet. 
when you need to do a correction or do something, oh, that cannot pass under the nose of God. It cannot pass. Praise the Lord. What must I do? Do you remember somebody, a group of people went to Jesus and they said, what must we do that we may do the works of God? Beautiful question. They thought that it was something they should carry, something they should give, something they should demonstrate. Jesus, I love the answer. The answer that Jesus gave makes it so overlapping that you wonder whether Jesus heard it or he didn't hear it. So what must we do that we may do the works of God? They were expecting certain instructions to say, do this, do that, do that. So they came and Jesus simply said, ah, that you may believe. Ah, simply believe. Believe what? Believe the son that he sent. Dear ones, if you love Jesus and you become so determined to walk with him, your life will never be the same. Focus on Jesus, whom to know is life eternal. Hallelujah. We are missing our focus so quick. Christianity is losing the grip. Christianity is, is seriously losing what is relevant and what is to focus on and what is to, what is to, what is to, what is to do. We have lost it so much that, you know, there's, sometimes I have a feeling that this generation, we love the Old Testament way of worship. That if we were coming to church this morning, everybody should be in a gun. Remove your sandals. And everywhere that you get to, you put your forehead down. Show some signs that, you know, even if you were fighting with your wife, you could stop the fight. And when you come, you put on your holy garment by the... It's, it's, it's an act. But may Christ dwell in our hearts richly. In all wisdom. In all understanding. May Jesus take over completely. Praise the Lord. I pray that this morning when you come to the table, may the Lord jam your spirit and bring some illumination to your heart in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. May the Lord jam us until we have become like him. When we become like Jesus, the Father will be happy. I'll give us five more minutes and then we'll go to the table. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews. The verse number five. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifices offering you did not desire, but body you have prepared for me. You know something? The people of Old Testament, they, they, all their worship was about sacrifice. All their worship was about sacrifice. And that's why today many of our ministers are, are, are on. What can you give? How much can you give? We, it's all that we talk about. Sacrifice, sacrifice. You know something? Body was prepared for Jesus to enter into that body and be crucified. By that, many sons and daughters will be born. But in the act of it, Jesus will suffer pain, rejection. And sometimes he can cry and say, are you there at all, Father? Remember the fellowship that we used to have. Please, Father. And honor me one more time. And the Bible says the heavens will be quiet.
May you appreciate Jesus. May you be determined to follow after him. May you, you know, put on Jesus. And never, the Bible says that put on Jesus and never make any provision for the flesh. Car, Put on Jesus. Do we want to please God? Follow Jesus. He's the pattern that God has given to approve any man. He's the pattern. Bible said follow my example. We don't have any other body to follow. When Paul even said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1 imitate me, he didn't stop there. He didn't say imitate me. He said imitate me as I imitate Christ. If God puts somebody over your head, I'm not talking about a pastor. If somebody, somebody, God gives you a father, spiritual father, you only follow that person as he is following Jesus. He stops following Jesus, you stop following him. But honestly speaking, the truth is that when I, you know, let me tell you, I have studied a bit by God's grace and I've come to the conclusion that everybody needs a spiritual person over his life. I have found it to be true. I, you know, I hear things, but when I study and I'm jammed by what I have read, then it settles the matter. The reason is because so many people are saying so many things, but I have come to believe everybody must have somebody over his head. Did you hear that? Ah, somebody just responded in his heart and said, yeah, that's why I have you over my head. That's not the one I'm preaching. He's a pastor to all the congregation. You have to be bonded with somebody who can rebuke you, who can correct you, who you can cry to, who can fellowship with you. Somebody that you, you can call. You know, when Paul got saved, Barnabas was sent by God to his life. If you study scripture very well, fantastic story. When I saw it, I said, ah, now I understand. Everybody needs somebody. It's a sermon that people don't like to hear. But you can't do anything against the word of God. Praise the Lord. May you ask yourself a very simple question. Do I have anybody over my head? Young ladies... Find good Christian people that you can see the word of God in their lives and go and submit and say, Mama, can you take me and just disciple me? And don't let it be a wiper, eh? You know that? When you meet on the compound, peace and many blessings. And then you do your own thing. Why did we get here? Anyway. Hallelujah. Is that okay? We got here because the Lord wanted us to hear. I said five minutes. I am finished. I am finished. Because I know that if I follow. If you will permit me, I can preach for the next three hours. That's the grace that God has given me. I love to. Because I don't struggle. As I open my mouth, he feels it. Open your mouth, I will feel it. So don't think that I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to Dennis also. Amen. Would you bow your heads today for a certain serious prayer? Please. I want you to ask the Lord. I don't know what you heard in the sermon. One of the things the Lord taught me, he said, Anytime we speak... I cause my people to hear it differently. And so I believe that the way I heard today's message may not be the way you heard it. But you may have heard something that was a personal address to you. Would you talk to God about it and ask the Lord to help you? 
It could be that the Lord pointed out something that nobody else knows. It could be a little pride. Surrender and say, Lord, deal with this matter for me. It could be a little, what's going on, I don't care. It could be an argument, whatever in your spirit. But would you please, you're coming to the table of the Lord and it's so essential. Kombo shakataya.